Welcome into the first episode of the Redbird Report. My name is Tom Preisman. I'm a sports reporter here at the Vedette. And alongside me is another sports reporter here at the Vedette, Mike Mara. Mike, good to be with you. It's good to be here. I'm glad we could get this going. So every single week, this is the first episode, we're going to be with you. It'll be a rotating panel of Vedette reporters talking with you every single week about what's concerning the sports world here at the Vedette. And obviously because we are a campus newspaper that will mainly focus on Illinois State sports, but we'll touch on some other topics, I'm sure, as we go further along. But Mike, the first topic on the docket has to be the big story on campus in the world of sports, Illinois State men's basketball, off to a fantastic start, 16-1 and in league, another win yesterday as we record this on a Thursday, over Southern Illinois. was not easy, but the Birds got it done. Yeah, they got it done. The past two wins for ISU haven't been pretty. They've been kind of ugly. They've, For whatever reason, they can't deliver that knockout punch towards the end of the game. They have gotten the win, which is the main thing. And as you near March, towards the end of February, that's all you want is wins. And so they're getting that done. But you would like to see them kind of close out games because when you get into Arch Madness now here just – a little, a little over a week away, you need that knockout blow. I don't think that's kind of what you need. I mean, that's what people want. You, 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 if you hit, let teams hang around, that's kind of when those upsets happen and those top dogs kind of fall. So far, though, you got to give credit to the Redbirds. They've not delivered that knockout blow. They let teams hang around, but none of them have beaten them yet. Obviously, other than Wichita State, and that game was not really competitive. But since then, the Redbirds maybe have not played their best basketball. Mikhail McIntosh in and out of the lineup. But they have gotten the job done, and perhaps that shows the mental fortitude of this team, that they're able to keep winning despite the fact that they have not had their A game. The the concern for me, though, Mike, is they haven't had that A game in a while now, and you want to be peaking. You want to be playing your best basketball towards the end of the regular season. I think it's it's fair to say the Redbirds are not doing that right now. No, they don't look like they did when they were, like in the middle of January when they beat Wichita State. They were in the midst of that 11-0 Missouri Valley Conference win streak, and then they kind of ran into that bus saw Wichita State, but they just have not looked right ever since Mikhail went down. That's a big blow. You never want to see somebody go down like that, but they've kind of really had a couple injuries here and there. Madison hasn't really been healthy all year long, had a concussion, now out again with the knee. Mikhail, his knee's really bothering him. It looks like he's still a bit slow. I mean, we were watching the game last night, and He doesn't look as explosive as he usually is, and I think that's hurting. He also hasn't practiced much. So, I mean, how much does that factor into the lineups in practice? Because he did start. I I, Honestly, I would have probably liked to have seen him stay another week or two, perhaps on the bench, and bring him back perhaps this week. You know, he came back, obviously, against Missouri State last week, and that might have been just a little bit too soon. Tough to tell, obviously, neither of us are doctors, and obviously you have to trust the judgment of the Redbird training staff, but... If an extra week could have helped them be a little bit sharper, that might have been an advantage. Right now, the biggest problem for the Birds, offensively, not getting a whole lot going. The defense has more or less stayed the same from what we saw on their January peak. It's just the offensive output has not been there yesterday, 50 points. You and I watched the game together at Redbird Arena. And, you know, even down the stretch, Tony Wills missed back-to-back, you know, one-and-ones, with which would have put the Birds at least a little bit more respected, maybe at 54, something like that. When you score 50 points in a game... It's not a good sign to the tournament committee, which obviously is going to matter here if the Redbirds win Arch Madness, or more importantly, if they don't win Arch Madness. Yeah, I mean, you, you like the defensive output, like you said. I mean, 46 points last night. I mean, that's that's an impressive showing, 46 points. I mean, Against them for the SIU score. Yeah, SIU scored 46 points, and but 50 points for the Redbirds, that's not pretty. And you go back, 
to, like you said, Tony Wills missing shots at the free throw line. Go back to Missouri State. DJ Clayton has a chance to close out the game, and he clanks one off the back of the back of the rim. And so this offense, I don't know what it is. I mean, again, I think a lot of it just comes back to Mikhail being out and kind of having to make a rotation kind of on the fly. I mean, he never planned for an injury, and is one as big as Mikhail McIntosh. I mean, he was as hot as anybody. I mean, he's their go-to guy. I mean, he's talented. He's one of the best players in the Valley. Maybe I'm a little biased, but the numbers he was putting up were pretty good. I mean, he was the second-leading scorer of this team, so you can't really argue that. But outside of Mikhail, I mean, Deontay really hasn't looked too good. You know, last night kind of got, in, got himself into foul trouble, which he's kind of been battling with, not often, but when he does, his offensive game is completely thrown off. He had that one big three-pointer towards the end of the game, which kind of set the crowd up, and that was kind of when SIU was climbing back into the game, and that was on eventually would be the winning run for Illinois State. And then Paris Lee, not the greatest offensive showing, but again, he's he's playing well, but it seems like they're playing in spurts. They're getting a lot of offensive output in spurts from guys. And, and, and Dan Muller had mentioned this in one of his press conferences where, you know, at the beginning of the year it was, you know, Paris is playing great, Paris is playing great, and then, then Deontay steps up, and it was Deontay, Deontay, and then it was back to Paris. And, you know, last night the two of them, shouldn't say Paris didn't have a bad game by any means, but he didn't. He wasn't playing up to the, the par that he had set the the before the season started, the rest of the what he had prior to the season. And so Tony Wills last night had a good game. I mean, he came out firing. I mean, 16 points for him, and those two early threes certainly helped. I think, you know, looking at it, that's sort of the glass half-empty picture. The glass half-full is the Redbirds have lost one league game all year. You, know, you look back, they haven't, since January, they've lost one game. Last time they lost a non-conference game was that one in San Francisco, at you know, against San Francisco in Hawaii. So since then... They've lost one game, and that was obviously a 40-point defeat at Wichita State. They split against Wichita State, and next week on the Redbird Report, we'll talk a lot more about that matchup that a lot of people have penciled in for Arch Madness, but we'll have to see. The Birds have to get there first. Upcoming for them now, we have a date against you and I on Saturday, and that'll be a crucial game for this Illinois State team. If they're able to come away with a win and perhaps show some more offensive firepower against a very, very good defensive UNI team. That could build some confidence heading into this Arch Mountainous tournament next week. Well, UNI, they're kind of having a down year. I mean, they're always there at the end of the year. They're, they're hot, though, as of late. That's the biggest difference. I think if you look at the two teams, you have to ask who's hotter. It might be UNI. Since they started, I believe, 0-5 in the Valley, they've really turned things around. They did lose to the Birds the first time out. But that's really been their only big loss since that 0-5 start. They found their footing here in the Missouri Valley. They did drop a decision at Wichita State not that long ago. But they've lost the top two teams, but they've kind of separated themselves as perhaps the third candidate, the third best team in, in, in the conference. Unfortunately, they did drop one Indiana State last night, but you're going to do that. I mean, dropping games, that's typical. I mean, but like you said, they are one of the hotter teams in the Valley. I mean, they were playing great. I mean, like you said, they ran into Illinois State without Mikhail McIntosh. That was actually the first game without Mikhail, and the Redbirds looked good, but I'd almost say they looked better in that game versus UNI than they did versus SIU last night. And, you know, going to UNI, it's going to be their senior night. It's going to be the last regular season game for both teams. 
I don't know if I like this matchup. I mean, especially now with you and I coming off a loss to Indiana State, which does kind of look like a bad loss in the NBC. I don't know if I like this matchup. The Redbirds haven't been playing their best basketball, and you and I always finds a way to get it done in March. They're they're just a good basketball team. They're a good program. They're a good program. I'm glad you brought up the loss to Indiana State because I mentioned how hot they were. I think that's just a blip on the radar for them. Obviously, that was a really poor first half for them, especially shooting the ball, and they just never found it last night. And Indiana State, we've seen, they played the Redbirds very tough right before that stretch, actually, where, where ISU beat you and I. They, that was a very tough game on a Wednesday evening here at Redbird Arena. So Indiana State's a, a team that you I don't think a lot of teams would want to face in that first day of the, or the second day after the playing games, the Friday of the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. They're probably going to be somewhere between a, an 8 or a 9 seed, most likely, but they're going to give whoever that 1 seed is a real challenge, I would think. So I do, I do think, obviously, that's not a great loss for you and I yesterday, but I still think they're going to be hot. They're still playing really good basketball. They found it in the second half, and obviously look at Jeremy Morgan, one of the best players in the Missouri Valley Conference. He certainly has a stake for the Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Year upcoming, and he's their do-it-all. They, they don't score a lot, you and I, but when they do, it's probably Jeremy Morgan involved. Yeah, I think... You can pretty much pencil Jeremy Morgan in for maybe first team All NBC. I mean, it's a good, good bet. But I mean, he leads the NCAA going into last night in every statistical category. He's the only player to do so. He leads. Every, he leads you and I in every yeah. statistical category. The yeah. only player in the NCAA to do yeah. that. And so I mean, he's a good player. I mean, th- this is the kind of bad. These are the kind of players you have in the Missouri Valley Conference. I mean, you look on every team, and for the most part, each team does have one or two guys who could kind of take over a game. And Jeremy Morgan is that guy. And, you know, it's his senior night. I don't think he, they're going to go down quietly. If Illinois State squeaks one out, and I say squeaks one out because I, I do, I think that they go to you and I, and I, I think you and I get takes care of business and, and gets the job done versus the Redbirds and almost kind of spoils them getting the one seed because Wichita State, I mean, they're, they're hosting Missouri State, I believe, and... I, that's not a game that I like. Missouri State has played Illinois State tough, and I know that's team ISU and Dan Muller would not want to see, but you don't have a whole lot of confidence in them on the road at Contrarina. No, and, and and not a discredit to them. It's just a, it's a credit to Wichita State. I mean, talk about just a great basketball program. I mean, they lose a lot, and Baker and Van Vliet, and they haven't really missed a beat. I mean, they're still right there at the top of the valley, and. I just think they'll get it done, which will put them at 17-1 and in the Valley, and I think Illinois State will take a loss and finish 16-2, and which gives Wichita State the one seed. And that's that's kind of big, just because all along, everyone's kind of hoping for this one seed going into Arch Madness. So Mike's predicting out a score prediction for us. It seems like you're going to take you and I over ISU. Yeah, I, I don't know a score prediction. If I had to guess, I, I don't think it'll be a very high-scoring affair. I think I'd probably go maybe... A 64-61 loss. I mean, I'm going. I'm going close. It's not like you and I is going to completely dominate the game. I think it's going to be just one of those grinded out wins for you and I. I mean, and that's kind of what you get in the valley is some grinded out wins. And I think they're going to get one. I, I in no discredit to Illinois State. They've had a great year, but they've picked the bad times to kind of play some bad basketball. So you mentioned the fact they have not played well. That's obviously been the big topic today. But Illinois State has really not been in a, in a groove recently. You and I is coming off a tough loss. 
We talked about how hot they were before the loss, how they've been one of the best teams in the second half of the Missouri Valley Conference this season. They have one of the best players. It's going to be a tough assignment for whoever draws them, whether it's Tony Wills, whether it's Deontay Hawkins. Someone's going to have to slow down Jeremy Morgan. And obviously, you're going to have a motivated, angry UNI team who's playing for seeding at home on Senior Day. That does seem like a tough till for Illinois State to draw there. But I'm going to take the Redbirds. I think that they'll have enough. We've seen them keep winning these tight games, and I think this is another trend. I see 56-48, the final, another low-scoring game. Neither of these teams, right now at least, have been able to put the ball at the hoop at a prolific rate. This is a matchup of two of the best defensive teams, not only in the Valley, probably in the country right now. And I think Illinois State has just enough on the road. I think Mikhail McIntosh will have a nice game. I, I think right before the tournament he's been due for a little breakout performance. I think he will break out. And if they were to finish 17-1, and all signs would point to them having the higher RPI, which means they would get the number one seed in the conference tournament, which would be a big deal. Obviously, it's not happened on this campus in a long, long time. One interesting thing to note, though, the Burbs, they've been in the championship game a decent amount. Three out of the last five years, they've found their way to the championship game. So they have some experience here, but now it'll be a question is if they can get back. And that'll be a big topic, I'm sure, next week's show. Yeah, I mean... I don't want to get into it too much because, like we said, you know, next week's going to be a big one, a big preview for Arch Madness. But, you know, you date back to, you know, when Illinois State played Wichita State and they eventually beat Wichita State in the semis. And then they went and they played you and I on Sunday. And they had a 20-point lead and blew it in, in the second half. And, I mean, that was their bid to the tournament. And so I think they're going to use that. I mean, a lot of those guys that are on this team right now, Mikhail was a freshman. You know, you had Paris. You had Deontay. You know, they all played good minutes. I mean, so, I mean, they're, they're, they're a bit experienced. And I think that one, people still talk about that loss in, in the MVC championship game that year. I mean, we still talk about it a lot. We have conversations. And I, 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 if we are, you know they are. So I think they're going to go down a little bit motivated. And this team is different. This team just has a different feel. They've, they've pulled games out. and Despite that, though, you're still picking the losing you and I. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. They're not playing good basketball right now. How do you think they fix them? That's really the question. I, I like that they do. They're going to have, regardless of whether they get the one or the two seed, they're going to have a, a, a week off. They'll play Saturday at you know, then they, they'll be slotted in for Friday in St. Louis. So I, I think they're going to have to, I think they'll get it done because they have a whole week of practice. Well, six days before a game and, that's a lot of time, and at that point, you're going to know what your task is. You're going to know, I'm a one seed, I'm a two seed, and you're, you're going to be able to zero in on potential opponents, kind of your game plan. You've seen each team twice now. You've seen each team twice, and so I think they'll find the rhythm in those six days, but right now, I mean, you're still playing a conference schedule, so you've got to come back and play another game. Wednesday, Saturday, and, you know, you and I's fighting for – I mean, they were – if they won yet last night, they would have clinched the three seed. So right now they're fighting for a better seeding. So you got to think they're just coming out and they're going to play. I mean, it's it's their senior night. We keep mentioning, and I just don't like they're catching you and I at a bad time. Redbirds travel to Cedar Falls, Iowa to take on you and I Saturday. Mike predicts a 64-61 loss for the Illinois State Redbirds. On the other hand, I'll pick the Redbirds 56-48 winners. And next week we'll be joined. By Mike Marr once again. We'll hope to maybe have Josh Tolentino, Vidette Sports Editor, with us as well as we break down 
Arch Madness. That'll be a fun podcast, so tune in next week. And then beyond that, we'll hope to have in some guests coming maybe in studio. Maybe we'll go out and talk to them. And we hope to make this an every single week thing. The Redbird Report presented by The Vedette. We appreciate you tuning in. We hope you like the first one. As always, give us feedback. You can reach out to us here at The Vedette. Both of us are on Twitter. Mike, what's your Twitter handle? It's at Mike Mara Il Stew. So pretty easy to remember. And I'm at T. Prizeman. So, you know, if you have any comments, if you want to say you like the podcast, you can find us. If you hate the podcast, maybe don't tweet at us. Just, you know, keep your opinion to yourself. That's also an option. No, but we do appreciate any comments, any things you have to, you can say. And we do appreciate listening to the first episode of the Redbird Report. Mike, it'll be an interesting one Saturday. I'm sure we'll be watching together. And I'll be reminding you your prediction. You're going to be held to that prediction next week. We're going to talk about it when we start the show. I'm sticking to it. I'm not changing here in these last final seconds of the podcast this week. I'm not changing it. You, you hear him, folks. I, I was trying to see if he would change at all, but you hear him. He's... He's with you and I. He's back in, He's not back in the birds. He's back in the Panthers on Saturday in Cedar Falls, Iowa. That will do it for this edition of the Redbird Report. We'll be back next week. We'll talk about Arch Madness, of course. That's what this entire season has been building to. One final game for the Redbirds on Saturday. And we'll have to see what happens with that one. Until then, my name is Tom Preisman for Mike Mora. Thanks for tuning in for the Redbird Report presented by the Vedette.